I don't know whether you can hear me or not. Maybe some of what I'm saying will echo through. We are rolling. Welcome back to Trust God Bro. Um, I got Nathan Street Matter in the studio. Good to be here. Yeah, yeah. What is good? But yeah, so Nathan, um, you were on a hiking adventure. Is that right? Yeah, I was. Where'd I was. you go? What'd you do? Um, yeah. oh, first of all, like uh, even before that, just a quick intro. Who are you? What's your um, favorite hobbies? And then um, your favorite ice cream flavor. For ice cream... I'm not really picky. Um, maybe Oreo blizzards are good. Chocolate shakes sometimes. I don't know. I like to mix it up. Mm. It, dep- it depends on the mood. Um, I'm Nathan Streamatter. Uh, I go to Tri-Valley High School. I'm a sophomore. And um, for hobbies, I like to tinker a lot, like 3D printing and uh, just different things I like to tinker with. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, you are the second youngest person to be on this podcast. Oh. But I mean, I don't think that means anything in the way of like, <laughs> I have learned a lot from you and like spiritually and just in life. And I think it's cool because I think of the verse in Timothy where he's like, do not despise you because of your youth. Do not let them despise you because of your youth. Yeah. So I've honestly, you've kept me accountable to reading my Bible. Uh, yeah, same here. Yeah. <laughs> in the morning, um, we'll text each other um, like what we read. Except this past week, it was like <laughs> Saturday, Sunday, Monday, <laughs> Tuesday. No word from either of no, us. No, it's just as awkward like, uh... Is he doing it? So, apparently, we both kind of um, yeah, did that. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so, you, sorry, go back to your hiking trip. What was the hiking know. trip? Where'd you guys go? What'd you do? So, uh, me and my dad went on a hiking trip over spring break to the Arkansas or the uh, Ozark National Forest in Arkansas. It was um, about 27 miles. We did it in uh, two days' time, so like a half day, full day, then a half day. Mm-hmm. Um, it was uh, it was rainy, uh, but quite the uh, quite quite the hike. It was it, it was hard for sure because we probably did a little longer than we should have. But it was definitely yeah. it was really fun. Yeah. It was beautiful. And you guys waded through like water. Was that oh true? yeah. So at the end there was this giant river it seemed like it was probably 100 feet across maybe and then uh, went up to like maybe our not quite chest but a little below that and you have to carry your pack over your head and you had 30 pound packs or so and so it was it was intense but yeah we got across yeah we're alive so yeah that's awesome that's yeah. it, it, a really sweet moment uh one more icebreaker question before getting to the topic um if you had to give your first sermon what would it be on? Oh boy! Uh, <laughs> like you're up. It's like, hey, Nathan Street Matters preaching the day, preaching the word. Uh, you can go wherever you want to go. Where do you go? That's a that's a tough question. Um, honestly, it'd probably be whatever I've been meditating on recently, or whatever I'm thinking about. But if I had to just choose, sure, maybe I'd go Romans or Acts or something like that. Um, I could also go Gospels. I don't know. That's a tough one. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I'd probably go Gospels, Jesus' life, or something like that. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. It probably it probably depend definitely on what I've been thinking about recently. Sure. 
That's cool. So that brings us to our topic today. Meditation <laughs> is very important. Yeah, very um, important. In the life of a believer and um, neglected, probably. Okay. Uh, but also really sweet. Um, mm -hmm. So just kicking, kicking the door off the hinges here and hopping into it. What is meditation? What does it mean to meditate? Um, and then we'll talk about how we fail to do that and how we can be restored through Jesus. And so, yeah, what does it mean? How do, how do I meditate? Yeah, so if you think of meditation in a general sense, um, it's kind of uh, pondering or thinking about something, just the word meditation. Uh, if you were to Google it, uh, just meditating in general, you might get some varying answers. Some might be, you know, empty your mind and, you know, focus on something. And mm. those aren't really meditation. And main reason for that is you can't really think about nothing. Yeah. Right? Obviously, if you're sitting there and you try to think about nothing, you're going to get nothing. You're going to think about your breath or how you're hungry or whatever. Mm. So it's not, none of those are real answers to it. Meditation is pondering. And so if you think about Christian meditation, what we're talking about, is to meditate on God and attributes of God and things he has done. And it, it's very general in a sense of, like, the categories you can meditate on that would all count as Christian meditation. Mm -hmm. it, it, like, it can be anything from just, you know, a verse in the Bible to trying to understand God in, as a whole. So mm -hmm. it's a very broad range, but something that you can focus very specifically on. Yeah, yeah. And I think you said this, it's like, it's not... Because we, we went to Culver's before this to just chat about the topic, just to like get our thoughts straight. Um, ice cream. And yeah, and get some ice cream and hang out. Um, and you said it's just like thinking about something. And it could be anything. It doesn't necessarily have to be a verse. Sometimes you said it could be a quote or something. Sometimes it's, at least for me, things people said, sermons, songs. Yeah. I mean, art even. I mean, anything that like can stir you. I mean, throughout history, many people have started huge journeys just from one thing somebody said or hmm. some this or that that they really took yes. and meditated on. So it yeah. doesn't have to necessarily be any specific thing. Yeah. Um, so I feel like sometimes people like really think meditation is like doing ex like one verse and that's it. Yeah. Or this or that. But it's more of, for me, some just something that hits you, the Holy Spirit gets you to really think mm. about and to yeah. take deeper. Yeah. I'm, there's this pro runner that I follow. Um, he's actually retired now and he's into weight training. But he shares, he has a podcast, and he kind of just gives tips on running. And one of the ones he talks about is on mantras. So a mantra is something that you tell yourself. Like it becomes your anthem and something that you repeat over yourself. So like on a hard run or like a race, what are the things that you're telling yourself? And he probably had over 50 different mantras for different times. Times when you need to push, times when you need to relax. And uh, like they're really cool. Um, and the thing is, he would just say them over and over to himself. Um, and I think just running is one of those things that can sometimes, you know, if you're dying, because you don't like running, right? Yeah, well, I, I'm okay with it, but I'm just yeah. not, I don't have the <clears throat> body or I haven't run enough to be a good runner, really. Yeah. So, yeah. like, running, I feel like, brings that out of, like, you don't have much else to think about except, like, what you're doing. So, when I was running my first marathon, um, I didn't plan on this, but there was one verse stuck in my head, and I couldn't get rid of it. Hmm. And it was 2 Corinthians 5.21. Hmm. 
And it said, For our sake he made him to be sin who knew no sin, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. And I probably said that verse over to myself hundreds of times. Because yeah. I couldn't do, I, I, I couldn't like take yeah. my mind off anything else. And it, it became a really sweet verse in my mind. It's like, Jesus took my place, and so that I become righteousness. And not that like my meaning of the verse became any, um, I don't know if I had any new insights, but it became like deeper to me. Like I feel like the meaning of it was like, wow, like this is a really beautiful thing. And um, that's uh, a reason I like hiking. Same reason. Mm. First off, just the looking at beautiful, magnificent, you know, waterfalls and mountains and all sorts of crazy things, and yeah. that just you know awes you at God's creation. And really, that's one thing that stirs my or really is strong in my faith when I see mm. that. And then, yeah, same idea. You have nothing else to think about, and you're just surrounded by beautiful nature. All you can do is just sit and be awed. And, mm. you know, I all the time verses and stuff. Sometimes, you know, sing songs just yep. up in your head or whatever. Yep. And, uh, yeah. That's the beautiful thing about the, the mind that we've been giving. Like, we were made to meditate, repeat things over ourselves, like, let them become, like, a part of our lives, help us to understand. So, I mean, it, yeah, it's, it's cool to hear that. So that's what meditation is. It's to think... Another form of the word is to murmur. I don't know if you've heard that, but like to you know murmur something over to yourself. Like yeah. um, I've heard someone else say, it's to put. He compares it to a Jolly Rancher that you put in your mouth, and you know, yeah. kind of put to one side and yeah. move to the other side, and you're just throwing it around. What is it like when I do this, or what happens when I? Uh, what does it smell like? What does it taste like? Um, and then, so I think it's just kind of like messing around and like in, uh, yeah. anyways, uh, but short summary to think is to meditate. And I like what you said about, um, you didn't necessarily gain any new knowledge about mm -hmm. it. And, uh, I think that's key when I meditate on stuff, I can't tell someone what I figured out. I'm like, yeah. well, I meditated in X, Y, Z, I figured out and they're like, oh wow, I never thought of that. Yeah. Now, sometimes happens, but something that you just go from, I like to say you go from knowing something to understanding something and you'll see different people will say things like go from your head to your heart yeah now i don't like that as much because what does that mean you know head to heart <laughs> for me it's like well so yeah. it's feelings now yeah. instead of thoughts you know which is kind of confusing for me i'm not sure if that you know they're, but they're trying to say the same thing i'm saying trying to un describe this going from just under like knowing a verse like memorized a verse to it really is something for you and something you've really understood mm. like it's become real to you I yeah. guess is the best way to put it. Yeah. And so I like to say That's going from knowing to un truly understanding it yeah. is a big thing. Yeah, yeah that, is a, that is a big thing. I, I like yeah. that way you put that. Um, another way to think about it, uh, J.I. Packer says, Meditation is the activity of calling to mind and thinking over and dwelling on and applying to oneself the various things that, the, that one knows about the works and ways and purposes and promises of God. Uh, so that's summarizing pretty much everything that Nathan's already said so why should you care about meditation we talked yeah. about what it is and now like why should someone care about mm -hmm. meditation well saying another J.I. Packer quote yeah um, what is it something we uh, we did a Bible study on this meditation and so we kind of based this, po this podcast a little off of that and so one of the quotes we had and kind of similar question was J.I. Packer said meditation is lost art today Christian people suffer grievously from their ignorance of it. And so one of the reasons why you should is, and we talked about this as well, is a, the understanding you gain from it. And once you 
you knew something and then you fully understood it. So I like to give this example. If I know, any any first grader can tell you one plus one is two. Mm-hmm. Now, if that's the you know, think about a first grader right after he learned one plus one is two, and he could tell you every time you ask him what's one plus one, he'll tell you it's two. <laughs> he has no idea what one plus one equals two means. Yeah. Right? And you told him, so what's one plus one plus one? Like three ones. One plus one plus one equal. He has no idea what it means. Mm. He'd be like, I don't know. But if you understood it, and he'd really gotten the concepts down and really, you know, asked people smarter than him, like yeah. his teachers, he'd understand what one plus one plus one equals two means. Mm-hmm. And so then when he versed greater addition and he got yeah. to one plus one plus one, he would suddenly understand, he would know from what he'd understood before, be able to connect, oh, that's the same thing, yeah. but just a little farther. Hmm. And so you suffer a lot in Christianity if you just know and memorize stuff. And whenever someone gives a sermon, you could tell someone what it was about, but you couldn't really, you really didn't do anything about it. You didn't really know what he was talking about. Yeah. Like you didn't truly understand. But if you start to understand topics, you'll find them like connecting. Once you really dwell on something, you meditate on it for yeah. a while, you start to understand more things and you'll start to be able to make those assumptions. Like like that kid could take one plus one equals two mm-hmm. when he knew what that meant and he's to- he understood it for the first time. He could then take it to three and so i think that's crucial for meditation um i think c.s close school i can't quite remember who said this um that once you start to learn the bible and you've understood a bunch of things and you you know really get a grasp of the christian worldview i guess i'll Mm -hmm. put it that way you could start to almost understand under other situations like jesus didn't describe every situation we'll ever experience yeah but he he did just enough that once you meditate and understood those, yeah. you'll know what the next thing is to do. You, once you understand who Jesus is truly, yeah. you'll know what he would have done. Yeah. So that's it, that shows how crucial it is. If you if you don't, you'll be like the kid who says one plus one is two and still can't answer mm. what one plus one plus one is. Yeah. And so meditation, that's why it is. Just if you don't, you'll you have such a shallow Christian understanding. Yeah, yeah. And so it's really crucial. That that's cool. I never thought about that. And the Bible is sufficient for every need, you know, it's for every scenario, even though it doesn't talk about um, some of the things we run in today, like, you know, I'm just going to throw some out, like <laughs> weed, or maybe your particular issue of like, should I go to college, what, what should I major in, or um, who should I marry? The Bible's not going to tell you those things, and obviously, sometimes people just like want to go straight to the Bible and it's like, tell me. You know, what does it say for my situation? They'll look for words in the sky or whatever. Yeah. And so, what the answer is. but really what God wants us to do is think in the way that he would think. And part of the way that we get to know the mind of God and actually get to know God himself, like to know God, which is possible, is through meditation. A quote that someone said is, um, everyone who wants to know something like that, what you just yeah. said, is basically trying to find an envelope sitting in heaven with their answer on it. <laughs> and what they don't realize is getting to see what's in the envelope isn't really the important part. It's the journey to go find the envelope. Mm. So when God puts something like trying to get married, a big part of that isn't getting married. Mm-hmm. A big part of that is finding how God wants you to pursue marriage mm. and going through it and you know, looking at verses to understand marriage. So when your kids or when someone else is going through it, you'll understand yeah. through meditation and through searching the scriptures what marriage is and what you should look for, you know, all those things. Yeah. By preparing for marriage, like, like by going to find marriage and, you know, ex- and wherever your topic is, mm-hmm. you'll, you'll understand what it is and then you'll be prepared when it does happen. Yeah. And God will show you through that. Yeah. All right. Keep trucking along. So we talked about creation and how God created us as meditative people 
-hmm. like to meditate on things, to think about God. And we kind of had a little bit of a discourse on this. (laughs) Like, will there actually be meditation? Like, was there meditation in the garden? Will there be meditation in heaven? I think think there will be. Um, You kind of said that, and I wasn't quite sure. And then I thought about it, and I think it's, I don't know if it's right for us to guess, right, what meditation in heaven is like. But, you know. Yeah. I'm sure there will be. Yeah. So, anyways, that's besides the point. I I think, so that's the creation. Uh, But then with the fall, um, what do we meditate on? And I think, by and large, I meditate on the wrong things. (laughs) Like, I'm thinking about, um, like, working out, like, trying to... um, get fit or like what am I going to eat next like you know I'm taking these ideas or like oh this tv show that I've been watching okay example um I used to play a lot of minecraft and I would go to bed and I would start seeing minecraft blocks (laughs) and think like okay what's my next house going to look like where am I going to mine that's meditating yeah Um, what you uh spend your time on your mind will be on as well yeah I find that I same thing yeah yeah I actually was in a similar spot. Did play Minecraft, actually, too. Um, it's funny. Uh, you know, I was your age when I played Minecraft. You know, I was yeah. actually a sophomore in high school. I would come back after, like, a big day of school. Like, it'd be, like, midnight. I would sneak on to, like, play Minecraft yeah. on servers. Yeah, I used to... I was a rebellious boy. Yeah, yeah. well, yeah, in a way. Um, how I used to be so focused on other things... And it, it got to a point where it was kind of a problem where mm-hmm. I, like you said, I'd get home from school and that was the, what I immediately, school, straight Minecraft. to, yeah, Minecraft or not even specifically that, just a lot of different things like YouTube and mm. like games I'd play. Like just, I was spending my time with the wrong things. Yeah. Not only was I not investing myself like in my own future, I was in like just living it, literally frivolous, frivolous living like the prodigal son, hmm. but I was spending it, but I wasn't spending it in God at all either. Like, I, devotions in the morning, but my meditations, my thoughts through the day weren't at all focused on God, mm-hmm. for, for the most part. Um, and I just, you know, I, when you, I find, just as a general rule, not only, like I said, I wouldn't, at that point, I had the same problem with the 1 plus 1 is 2, that I knew what, it, I could tell you anything about the Bible and, like, answer the right, give you the right answer. Yeah. Like, when the kid screams out, Jesus is the answer. Jesus. Every, for every question, right? I could do that. I could give you the right answer. But I didn't know what it meant, because clearly I wasn't living by it. Yeah. So, that was a big part of my testimony, how I, uh, God just struck me through, actually, it was basically a mission trip, <laughs> hmm. and uh, just the Holy Spirit moved me to realize I was not living the right way. And mm. so I switched my life, and instead of going to bed and meditating about that, I started to meditate on God. And you, you'll you find if you put yourself into God and you meditate on Him and you, you know, are like I started listen, reading a ton of books, mm-hmm. like C.S. Lewis and stuff, and once you read those, your mind is stuck on those. And I'm, yeah. I'm the kind of guy who really likes to figure things out. Yeah. Like, my brain's just wired that way. Yeah. And so when I would listen to books like that, I would just get stuck on something. And I would just keep thinking and thinking and thinking about it. And it really grew my faith just exponentially past what it had been because I hadn't hmm. really been focusing on the right things. Yeah. I think also, that, and thanks for sharing that. I think it's yeah. a cool testimony of Jesus. And um, I think a lot of people can relate to that. I, I can yeah. relate to that. Yeah. So, um, but I think meditating on something also shows that you love something. Yeah, for so sure. We talked about this and we were in Culver's and I was like, D- 
dude, if like I was like always talking about corn dogs, <laughs> you, <laughs> you just know, use corn dogs, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then you said something else that I thought was interesting. You said you use your heart, soul, and strength, uh, in meaning also that meditating shows uh, my faith. You said that if I'm meditating on something, if I'm believing in something, I'm risking something. Yeah. So there's a bit there of love and risk of like you're spending time and effort and thought like you're working towards something like I can't wait till I get this corn dog, you know, <laughs> yeah. or like or whatever it is. Yeah. So if, if um if I spent let's go something crazy six hours a day thinking about something, right? You'd yeah. be like, wow, he really thinks that whatever that is is super important. Yeah, it's you'd, worth you'd it. You'd know that it's worth it, right? Yeah. Or I was just crazy, right? <laughs> like spending six hours a day thinking about Minecraft. Yeah. You'd think, oh, okay, there's something wrong with him, right? But if I seriously spent six hours a day, you'd think I really cared about that. And I would. I would have put a lot of faith in that. That's something important. Yeah. And so when you spend a ton of time meditating on God River, it shows your faith. And you yeah. can know that you have faith if you spend that. So like you kind of are putting something at risk. Like all that time that I spend meditating, if I'm wrong, or if I, you know, it's not really something mm. I actually believe. I'm wasting all that time yeah. on just on something that doesn't matter at all. Like when I was wasting time on Minecraft or yeah. whatever. Yeah. So you you are showing your faith through meditating that you believe yeah. that this is true and something worth your time to think about. Yeah. Um, and often we don't really monitor our thoughts. We'll just let whatever comes come yeah. to us. And so I think part of that is like actively like monitoring like, okay, like what is the yeah. time... And the things that I'm desiring and really wanting, like above all in life, like what is the thing that I dream of? I think that often shows your heart condition. Like what is the thing that you feel like you can't live without? That like if it was removed from your life that you wouldn't have a purpose or meaning. And so I think, um, yeah, meditation in that way is good. about... What you're saying about the uh, thoughts, I remember Jared Rinkenberger, he gave a Sunday school lesson about how we are like a writer writing an elephant that's just like totally out of control or something. <laughs> and it was this, it was this funny, he drew like an elephant and I yeah. can't remember the whole thing, but like how, you know, your thoughts are just going to run wild if you just let them go, right? Yeah. Just eh, think whatever's coming to my head. And so you kind of, you got to be the writer, you got to control that thing, right? No matter if it's a happy elephant or a sad elephant or whatever. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Some, and then I remember another back on what you were saying with uh, how to tell your thoughts and Chris was talking about um, Chris and Rondi he was talking about how mm-hmm. he can look at it, what he's listening to like what his literally what his playlist is playing and he'll know how his week's going oh boy like how you know he can tell what he's listening to is what how his thoughts are going how his yeah. week is going and I thought that was that is proud. cool yeah. it makes me think of a, a verse I'm going to search it up because I Let's do ESV. how can a young man keep his way pure by guarding it according to your word Sorry, say that again. How can a young man keep his way pure? By guarding it according to your word. Yeah. So I feel like there's that thing of like, how can a young man guard against, you know, a a pure mind? And so part of that's like active, um, like processing the thought life behind there. And because without that, our minds will just wander free. And, uh... I, yeah, I, I struggle with that. And so um, I think it's different for um, girls and guys probably a little bit, but I think there is um, in both cases of um, 
just entertaining whatever thoughts happen in your mind and especially when it comes to like sexual purity there I think that's a important thing to do so meditation can be a helpful way to fight that uh, continuing on um, we talked about creation and then sin um, how we meditate on the wrong things like um, we, we struggle to love the right things that we should love and hence and um, meditate on it too so then I think yeah uh, go ahead go back to that um, I think we remember having a conversation on kind of back to the why we meditate um, like we were at one point when, when we were with creation we were with God and not to say we didn't meditate but mm-hmm. when you're with somebody right like if, if I'm really pondering man I wonder if God XYZ right but nowadays right since we're separated we, we've been separated from God you know I have to ponder and ask other people when, you, when they were with God you know they were they were with him, and so not that they didn't meditate, but they could ask him. They could, they were they were with him, so they mm-hmm. knew what he was like. And so I just I was thinking about this earlier, meditating on it. Actually, imagine Adam and Eve, well, they'd known God, right? Mm-hmm. They didn't with God. They knew exactly what he was like in a way. And then they they have their kids, and they're trying to describe that to them without having God for the first time. Now think about it. They could say whatever they wanted about God, right? They could, you know, describe him as amazing. But again, their kids wouldn't necessarily understand. And I think of back to hiking when I saw a giant waterfall. Mm. And my dad's like, wow, let's, you know, we'll take some pictures and stuff. And we're like, that picture didn't capture a thousandth of what that looked like. Yeah. Not even close, right? You had to be there. And so I think about Adam and Eve telling their kids, hey, there was God. It was this amazing thing. Mm-hmm. And they tried to describe it. But they, they couldn't even come close and they knew it. And so their kids, no matter how much they told them, wouldn't have really understood what God was like, like who he really, really was. And so, and like personally to themselves, it would have mm-hmm. been something their parents knew. Yeah. And so that's where the Holy Spirit, that's a huge part of meditation, he would come in. And after thinking about it, thinking about it, their kids, you know, their parents pouring into them, they would finally, like the Holy Spirit would move in them and they would understand who God was to them as God worked through their life. And that's a big part of meditation. It's kind of bringing us back to that understanding of God where we started. We started with him and we separated away from him. Meditation is a way of kind of closing the gap a little bit. Mm. Um, like going, cause you know, we moved away from him. We don't know who he is as much anymore. Yeah. And then bringing back to the understanding of who he is. Yeah. So like with the fall of creation that we wanted to be our own gods and part of that, yeah, corrupted our thoughts. So, um, like you said, how do we get back to God? Like, what is the solution, um, and how does meditation play a role in that? Yeah. Well, the ultimate solution to getting back to God is Jesus, of course. Um, <laughs> exactly. And uh, interestingly, even even Jesus prayed, and I'm certain he meditated, even though he was God, hmm. um, because meditation is again, key to kind of bringing it to you instead of just being something out there, like this this verse I read, oh, it's this 2,000-year-old verse that says mm-hmm. whatever. But then you ask other people who are older than you for help and all these things, and you, you start to understand what it's about, and you start to get, like I said earlier, drawing God almost closer to you um, as you understand him more. Now, he's a vast and infinite God, and that's what I found. It's almost... It's, it's sort of a blessing and a curse that you won't mm-hmm. ever understand him, but you'll get to keep diving into him. You'll never reach the bottom. You can always go deeper, hmm. kind of in a way. Yeah. Um, and so in that way, you become you 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 
go back to God through that meditation and understanding Him. And, uh, of course, through faith in Jesus and giving your life to Him, you will eventually go to heaven. Yeah. Um, salvation. Um, Jesus provides the remedy that uh, through the cross, through faith in Him, uh, we can be restored, including our thought life. And, in fact, um, the more we meditate on Him, the more we fill our minds, you know, reading, singing, um, thinking about God, um, the more um, He changes us, the more we, we, we understand Him um, and get it in our hearts. It's not, like you said, head and heart. We're going to go down to application because um, I think um, maybe you're like, hey, I already know this, Dayton, Nathan, like, man, you guys, old school, old school, like, you know, um, very, very yeah, so how would I meditate? And uh, I think this is a time where you could share any personal experiences that you have, um, stories of uh, meditation, but um, how? Like, you know, I'm sitting down. Do I have to, like, be in total silence? Like, do it, <laughs> is there certain situations that has to happen? Or um, Again, it could be anything about God. We have a, I have a couple of verses here that we've used um Psalms 119.15, I'll meditate on your precepts and fix my eyes on your ways. Psalms 119.148, I'll meditate in thy word. Psalm 63.6, I'll remember thee upon my bed and meditate on thee in the night watches. And You know, there's tons of verses about this, but meditation is on God and his word and anything about God just to try to understand him more. And it's usually something that's really been on your heart and something that the Holy Spirit's been guiding you to think about is what I find. And um, about like the kind of when and where and the how sort of figuring out um i find those are all different for a lot of people um and I, I think we may have touched on this earlier but some people like to you know write songs or listen to songs yeah and look at the i know my mom sometimes she likes to like look at the lyrics of a song and listen yeah. to it and she can really and then she goes from just knowing what the song said to maybe understanding what it's really saying getting the feeling that the author of the song is really trying to display in that. Um, and scripture, same thing. You know, you can read a scripture. Some people, it's just, you know, through art or beautiful scene or, like, it doesn't necessarily have to be even words. Like, yeah. and that's where the, like, the the heart, head to heart sort yeah. of thing, you know, it could, it can be more feelings of, the feelings you have for God and stuff like that. Um, and then, something I've found to be true, especially this week, is even when I'm, super busy right mm -hmm. we both said we have busy weeks i find i as long as my heart's right and i'm and i'm you know keeping up with my you know devotions and keeping my mind on him i always have time to meditate i know some people are like well i'm busy and i don't but you don't have to like sit down for an hour yeah and just sit there you know go like this and start humming and like that's not that's not meditate i mean you can meditate like that if you really want to yeah but you don't have to do that to meditate like just on, like I've said, I meditated on a couple different things here, and I have, and those weren't necessarily, like, you know, just times to set aside. Most of those were as I was falling to sleep. Yeah. Right? For me, I can't, I'm not one of those people who just sits down and just hits the bed and gone. Like, I usually sit there for a bit and, you know, think about things. Now, yeah. sometimes, sometimes I'm tired, but, but I, I sometimes sit there and I think about things, and that's what times I meditate. In the shower, when I'm sitting there, I meditate on different things and on God. And so... And like in the car, when I'm driving to school or back or here or anywhere, 
right? That's those times you can meditate and you get to choose, like we said earlier, on what you're meditating on. You have that choice. And so if you're wondering what you can do to meditate, make the choice, right? Maybe you're not even giving yourself silence. That's one problem. Some people, they um, get in their car and they turn on some music or something or maybe yeah. you know maybe they're doing something else and they're just you know they're not they're not focused on meditating or thinking they're just you know just throwing stuff at themselves and they mm. don't give themselves the time to think so in those moments because you will have moments no matter who, I don't care what job you have or you know how busy you are you have moments where you're just sitting there and it's your choice whether to go immediately you know pick up your phone and start looking at snapchat or whatever mm -hmm. or to sit there and meditate on God for a little bit sit there and ponder out the questions you have in your mind yeah. And we have some verses on that, and sort of like Psalm 1-2. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and his, on his law he meditates day and night. And then Joshua 1-8 saying similar things on the whole day and night. So it's not necessarily meditating at one point or meditating here or there. It's being in a state of when, whenever your mind is free and you're not doing stuff, that you're, you're going back to God, like is your first sort of thing you go back to. That your mind is prepared. When you, when I get in the car, that first thing I do is turn off the radio. Or maybe I do turn on the radio. Maybe music mm -hmm. helps me in, sometimes. That I'm thinking, but I'm keeping my mind on God and meditating on things that He has um, done for me. So I think of um, some somebody, some Christian guy was going to an interview. I think it was about prayer. And they got the guy got there and he's like, so has he you know been praying or whatever? And he's like, he's praying right now. Like that was the, they were talking about it, and the the guy, the person who was doing this talk, he he was in a state of praying. He always was praying. His mind was always on God to pray for different things, right? And meditation, same thing. You're all, like, when am I meditating? All the time. Hmm. Whatever, like you don't have to like 100%. Your mind is thinking on meditation, right? Yeah. That's not possible. But the Holy Spirit, if the Holy Spirit's in you, and you're always. When, when moments when you're sitting there and you're not doing anything, you're ready to go meditate. Like, it's it's on the front of your mind, mm -hmm. sort of. Like, it's always there. Day and night, you are thinking about God. You are learning about God. God is at the front of your mind. And that's how you, like, if when we talked about, like, your works, if that's your, God mm -hmm. is at the front of your mind all day, and that's who you're thinking about, that's who you're dwelling on, as we said earlier, that'll be your actions. You'll, you know, if you can't be thinking about God 24, like, having God on your mind, being mm -hmm. ready, you know, and then just not do anything about God. Like, that that won't happen. If you're really doing that, you will be involved in God. When, when something comes up, the first thing you'll think of is what would Jesus do, you know? Stuff mm -hmm. like that. And so, when people um, say it's old news, and or whatever you want to say, or, you know, well, yeah. I already know how to meditate. Are you doing that? That's a great first step if you haven't, or if you're wondering how to. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, like you said, there's lots of different ways to do it. So, I... I know someone that likes to play his guitar, like he takes a verse and then he plays it back, um, plays it back and sings it and stuff, and that's what Ellie Holcomb does, how she wrote some of her songs actually. Uh, some people like to do calligraphy, um, you know, some people like to, um, you know, go camping or um, read a verse and repeat it to yourself. Or run a marathon. Run a marathon, yeah, something I would do was I would take a, write a verse on a, a note card and then I would take that note card with me and then as I'm on my run I would look at it and just you know repeat it to myself um, so there's multiple times I remember of just going out on runs and just thinking about uh, these verses and repeating them to myself and I remember one time like seeing this great 
and there were some vines growing out out of it. And I took a picture of it because it was really cool a reminder for me. Like I was like thinking about Paul, like in prison, but yet the joy that he had, like you know, amidst his prison, it was, you know, it was a cool moment. I and like you said, it's it's hard to explain those yeah. moments to someone mm-hmm. else, but for me, like. Um, it was one of the most sweet times, like when I was doing that uh, routinely. Yeah. Um, I, I, when the Holy Spirit is in you, right? Which all Christians have the Holy Spirit in them, uh, and you're thinking about Him, He'll reveal Himself to you. I, don't, I forget what verse it is, but there's a verse about that. Um, you know, if you stand at the door and knock, He will come, He'll open the door and you'll come in with Him and sup with Him. And so, like, if you are with God, He'll reveal Himself through things like that, and right, mm-hmm. and you know. For someone who saw that picture, would have any idea what you're thinking. But when you explain it, it suddenly hits them. Like for me, I was in a car. Mm-hmm. I can remember this vividly. I was sitting there and I was thinking about a verse about humility. And I was just sitting there. I was Philippians two. Yeah, it was uh, five through eleven. <laughs> and so I was sitting there thinking about it, and you know about humility. I'm trying to understand it. And I did one of those moments, you know, when you're staring off, and you suddenly realize, oh, what am I looking at? You know, kind of things. And so I was staring off out the window of my of the car I was riding in. Someone was driving, my parents, I think. And I was looking out the window, and suddenly I realized what I was looking at. And I was looking at a red door. It's just random red door in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> and I was, like, you know, just in the middle of a town, Bloomington, I'm pretty sure. There's just this red door. And it on the, just in white print right across it, just said, humility. Right? And, like, blows your mind. And you're like, what? Like, you know, what are the odds of that? Right? And it's just, it just a moment where God's like, hey, I'm right here. When you saw that, like, like they used, he used that pose, like that that fence, that those growing little vines mm-hmm. um, to to show you and to ingrain in you and help you understand through meditation, yeah, what it really meant with Paul's kind of like uh, growing in despite of tough circumstances, mm-hmm. and I for the, like those God moments when God like sh- reveals Himself to you, I think those are some of the yeah sweetest times yeah. in my life. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, and like you, when you meditate on something, it starts to apply in your life. So, um, how do you do it? I would just say it's pretty simple. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, simple, but um, <laughs> take a verse or, or truth that, that this truth of God, and um, just repeat it with yourself. You, you could do that in multiple ways. You could write out a note card or somehow get that in your mind. But I think what what I hope is encouraging to people is that there is a lot of freedom in how you do this. Because um, you could, like you said, you can do this wherever. There's no, no one can take this away from you. Yeah. Um, and one thing uh, I've, uh, that I've heard and stuff is, like when memorizing scripture, and a big thing for that is, if you want to meditate, like, you know, when you're, when you're by yourself and got nothing with you, right? If you don't know any scripture, you can't meditate, right? Mm-hmm. What are you going to meditate on, right? It's going to be a lot harder. Yeah. But if you memorize and you know a lot of scriptures, even if you you know didn't necessarily understand all of them at the time, but at least just memorizing them for like the hike or whatever mm-hmm. or the, the run or whatever you're yeah. going in, you can then rethink through those verses. And that's why memorization is also an important part is once you, you know, when you memorize scripture, then you can bring it back to your mind all the time. So when, when you <clears throat> meditate on God day and night, you, you kind of have to, you know, you got to prepare for this like a little bit. Like you got to, you got to, be ready to think for God. You can't mm-hmm. just like, oh, okay, I'm gonna meditate all day today. Well, do you know any verses? I got, you know, you gotta, you gotta be ready for it. You gotta have your mind prepared, mm-hmm. and you gotta um, have scripture in your on your mind that you yeah. know and you can recall. 
Yeah, that's good. Okay, well, I have one object lesson, uh, just to seal the deal. So, uh, Nathan, for, for all the people watching this video, because you can minimize the video and just listen to audio too, but um, I'm giving Nathan my Bible. Hold this. Okay. So, uh, I want you to hold that with one finger. One finger. Or just hold, try and try and do it. No. Like that? Yeah. Okay, so he's trying to balance it. Oh. And I am going to try it and take this Bible away from him uh, while you're holding it. Oh. All right. So pretty easy. <laughs> um, now, now hold it with two fingers, actually. Two fingers? Do that. Yeah, please. Yeah, so you can hold it like that. Pitch it like that? Or you can do your index okay, okay. if you want. It's a little bit easier. Uh, and so I'm going to try to take this okay, Bible okay. away from you. Okay. <laughs> All right. You can do three fingers now. Three fingers, okay. Yeah, I'll give you a little more. This is, I'm better watch out. I'm gonna hit something. <laughs> I was using two hands. Uh, okay, four fingers. Four fingers. Okay, here we go. Yeah. Oh boy. <laughs> I don't know if I'm gonna get it. Okay, now you can hold it, and I'm only gonna use one of my hands. Okay. So. <laughs> it's so slippery. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh, uh, there you go. So, <laughs> object lesson. Uh, what does that have to do with anything? Um, the object lesson, one finger, uh, when, I, when he's holding it with one finger, that's when you hear the word of God, um, when you hear it, you know, and then, you know, someone tries to take that away, um, when you, second, two fingers is like reading the word of God, and then three fingers would be studying the word of God, four fingers would be uh, memorizing the word of God and then like five fingers would be meditating on the word of God so like each of these like build on each other and so you think about it, like if you're in prison and like you you didn't have the Bible you know I think like your your way to that no one could take that away from you that you, what you have is like so precious and that you can hide it in your heart and so that that's the whole idea um, I don't know if that's a good illustration good. I but, think with the uh yeah, like um, with the with the free times you have, the only person who can steal the meditation away from mm -hmm. you is yourself. Yeah. Right. And so when you're when you're in the car by yourself, it's your you have to um, keep you have to memorize and do all those things to have the word for yourself, and you got to make the choice to meditate. Yeah. Um, otherwise, mm -hmm. you will lose those precious time. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. I like that. Um. Well, we're finishing up here, so. Uh, Nathan's got homework to do. I've got Chick-fil-A's to go to. <laughs> uh, here's a sticker, honorary chess god bro oh. sticker. Actually, I'll give you two. But look at that. Do you want three? <laughs> I have a lot of them. <laughs> I'll take two, sure. Okay. Here you go. Thanks for uh, joining the day. Um, yeah, I, I do hope it's helpful for people. Um, it's something that I haven't done perfectly, but... Uh, I would love for people listening to do it and, you know, yeah. for us to take this more seriously. Yeah, back to J.I. Packer's quote. Uh-huh. I think, uh, for me, I think it's so true. He says, meditation is a lost start today, and that's where a lot of people agree. Hmm. And then the second part, people sometimes find that. They're like, well, I don't know. But for sure, if you think about some of the things we've said, and the Christian people suffer grievously from their ignorance of the practice. I think that's so true. We spend so many parts of our day ignoring meditation and choosing to think about other things in it. We suffer a ton from it because hmm. God is no longer 
as much a part of our lives throughout yeah. the day. And so, yeah, if there's any challenge, it'd be that. that yeah. It's how important it is just to put it into our everyday lives. Hmm. Yeah. Good stuff. Um, thanks. At the end of every podcast, we like to say, and that's how you trust God, bro. So, ready? Three, two, one. And, and that's, that's how you trust, trust God, God, bro. All right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.